welcome to episode one, guys. Um, overtime, first episode with uh, Coach Scott Hersey Hoops and uh, senior forward Alec Namowix. Um, thank you for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. We're looking forward to be uh, longtime listeners to the podcast. We very excited, very excited. We appreciate the time and effort that goes into this. So thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, so start off with question one. Um, we obviously this year you guys have ten seniors and three juniors. Um, you, so you guys have some great depth with coming on from last year. Um, so what are you expecting from this year's team with like experience wise? Yeah, you know, I think we have a lot of guys that are coming back from last year. Um, that said, we lost five starters, so it's a lot of guys in new roles from last year and watching them um, develop and blossom and really relish those those new roles that they have is exciting for a coach. Uh, the seniors give me a lot of confidence because, you know, they're great listeners, they're great workers, um, and the best part about all of them is that playing with each other makes them better. So I'm really excited for our senior class. That said, our junior class, um, the class of 2021, is, is really talented as well. Um, we got some guys that can make plays and do things athletically that are really hard to coach and teach. So, you know, harnessing all those skills onto the basketball floor with five guys at a time is going to be a challenge for me, but definitely a challenge that I find exciting and, you know, looking forward uh, to our schedule, watching these guys really compete. So Alec, this one's more directed towards you playing against York next Monday, 25th. What are you guys doing to prepare for this game and how will you handle the size of those two centers, Wagner, who is 6'4", 245 pounds, and Galvin, who is 6'5", a 270 pound monster? Well, pretty much every day we always go through uh, a post work where it's all the big men practicing with each other, practicing post moves, practicing against each other to really get us going, start of practice, exactly. And then uh, we get uh, usually uh, a coach to run a pad with us, and he just hits us pretty much as hard as we can so we can finish as strong as we can and prepare for any situation in the game. So pretty much, honestly, we are pretty well prepared. All right. Awesome. Um, and obviously, for the next question, you got your practices range from weekends and weekdays. Um, but what does your practice typically look like? Well, it's nice because Coach here always sends us a daily uh, picture of uh, what to expect and what to know for the practice. And usually one player will get the chance to pick one drill out of, like, three of them, which are usually, like, the hardest drills of the day. And as a group, we usually choose to pick that which drill we want to do for the day. So it helps a lot being able to know what to expect coming into practice, and it makes us play a lot better. You know, I think in terms of practice planning, Alex mentioned that the guys like the transparency. Mm -hmm. They like to see what drills they'll be involved in that day so they can kind of mentally yeah. prepare. And as a coach, you know, some coaches are reluctant to do that, but I, I love our guys, you know, preparing ahead of time mentally. I've also made some, you know, concessions in the sense that, you know, I let one guy pick the music playlist for the first 15 minutes of practice mm -hmm. when they're doing – um, you know, breakdowns positionally. It's not the music I would pick, but sometimes, you know, you have to keep them happy. Um, mm -hmm. You have to keep them happy and keep them with something to look forward to. And our practices are generally at this time of year, two hours, two hours and 15 minutes long, but it, it's a good time period for them to really focus and, and develop with only 11 practices into our first game. So... Perfect. What would you guys say uh, your special specialty is this year, and what are you trying to focus on to be above on every team? Yeah, I think um, for the 2019-20 team, the most important thing for us is understanding what our identity is as a basketball team and playing towards that. I think our identity really starts on the defensive end this year. Um, we don't have 
the type of talent or athleticism or you know abilities to go out and outscore teams with 75 points. That said, I think we can play a lot of guys with a lot of length. I think you'll see some lineups from us this year that feature you know three or four guys over six four with really long arms and wingspans. That said, um, most of those guys are under 190 pounds, so we have to use our athleticism and quickness. Um, to disrupt teams' offensive flow, and I think uh, defensive rebounding is going to be at a premium for us. Offensively, like I said, we have guys that can do things and create plays, but I think it's going to be a really balanced scoring attack for this year. And I think when you are as balanced as we are, um, it's hard to defend. We don't have guys that we have to hide on offense. So I think that that's going to make for a tough team to prepare for, considering they'll have to defend every position on the floor. For sure, for sure. In the offseason, um, in the summer, fall, spring, after your season, what is, what is your focus for bettering all your players, um, keeping them in shape, and then getting ready for this upcoming season? Yeah, I think it really depends on the season in terms of what I'm asking them to do. Uh, in the fall, I ask them to get in shape a lot with our conditioning program with Coach White. Um, but the summer, obviously, you know, they can put strength on and stuff like that in the weight room and obviously further develop their skills. But the most important thing for me is to really have them spend a lot of time together and yep. see competition come out in a lot of different ways outside of basketball. We had a bags tournament. We had a Viking chess tournament. Mm-hmm. We drove to Wisconsin. We've done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We read parts of a book together this summer. We, we do a lot of things that kind of see each other outside of the the realm of basketball, and I think that's really brought these guys mm-hmm. together in a certain way. So just trying to bring like chemi- the chemistry together. Yeah, yeah, it connects us well. I'd say, like yeah. bring bring new kids out, like juniors and stuff, who none mm-hmm. of us like might not know as much. Like before fall even started, we knew everyone perfectly well and stuff, mm-hmm. and everyone was already friends, which helps a lot. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think you know it's it's hard to f- to force guys to be friends, mm-hmm. um, but that said, like our senior group are are great leaders and. They might not be the best of friends with everybody, but they feel comfortable around yeah. everybody um, to share any problems that they might be having or whatever the case is. And they, they do a really good job with that. I put them in the position, but, you know, they have to take it seriously in mm-hmm. order to make it work. And that's something that they've done a great job at. That's awesome. Coach Scott, with you kicking off your second year now as head coach at Hersey, how do you expect your team to perform this year? Um, you know, that's a great question. You know, first year, a lot of times you're on a you're on a honeymoon period for the first couple of weeks before games start. And, but, you know, we had a, a great year last year in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we got to the regional championship, and in regional championships pretty much anything can happen. That's the situation we wanted to be in. Um, we got a little taste of that, but we, had, we took some lumps along the way, um, and we lost a lot of close games. This year, I think... My goal for these guys is to stay focused and calm in close games and be able to come out on the winning end of those. Um, but, you know, I think in terms of what I expect from these guys, I expect them to play hard all the time. You know, I think we have, you know, 10 or 12 guys that are going to play every game. If I have to coach their effort, we're not going to be very successful. Um, and as far as practice goes, goes so far, they've done a great job at that. But really executing and caring about the details. I think they've gotten to know me a little bit, and you know I care about everything. I care about what they're eating, how many ounces of water they're drinking, how they talk to their teachers, and I, and I give them a lot of grief about it when things detail-wise don't go the way that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they have to care about basketball and executing like that too. And I think that that's something hopefully you're going to see bleed through into some success for us. Um, you know, last year at the beginning of the year, we looked great on paper. This year, I don't think we look as, as great on paper, but hopefully um, on the floor, uh, we really compete. Yeah. And that's something that's, that's I'm very prideful of um, in kind of being the coach of this team. Awesome. Um, so, Alec, um, being 6'5", 185 pounds, you are obviously one of the tallest on the team. Um, so how do you think your role is as a player this year? Well, Coach overall assigned me as the team rebounding like head, so therefore like in, in any game where we're struggling to rebound, it's overall it's my fault and it's my job to get the team back on focus on rebounding, which I accept in full, of course. And like being 6'5", obviously, like being one of the tallest, I, I look to rebound a lot and also score in the paint. Now, Alec, how do you think you guys are going to do, and in which ways do you think you're really going to ex- succeed this year? Well, I mean, like Coach said earlier, like we're probably uh, look like losing five starters as seniors. It's pretty tough, but like people don't know, really know what to expect with, from us, which I think is very good because people don't know how good we can be. And like being a more defensive side team, like we're gonna, it's it might not be as high scoring games, but that's what we want, and we don't want teams scoring as much points as they think they can score, and that's how we'll win games. So I have. Both some rapid questions, both of you guys. Oh, we're going rogue. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I love the unscripted nature of overtime. I wanted to try this out. So (laughs) first, whatever comes to mind first. Um, So who do you think the liveliest on the team is? Uh, Luke Martin. Luke Martin. I'm going to go with Ethan Roberts. You know, we talked about some of the nicknames he's developed over the course of just, (laughs) you know, the five months he's known you guys. He's come up with some gems. I might save those for a later podcast to keep our listeners in tune, but... He's got some good ones. Oh. He's got some Memphis jargon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who now is the funniest on the team? Unintentionally or intentionally? Uh, let's go unintentionally. Okay. Another Ethan Roberts pick right there. You know, this is a sleeper answer. I'm going to go Andrew Wagner. Oh. <laughs> Andrew uh, Wagner is hilarious. Really? He's very low-key. Unintentionally? That, unintentionally. That said, a lot of guys, um, I think a lot of guys would say Nam. Uh, they'd say Alec. Alec has a very uh, mm. sly sense of humor Alec. as well. So that's it's good to know for our listeners out there. Perfect. And then who do you think is the best leader on the team? Scott Rogowski, no doubt. Okay, Scott Rogowski. Scott. You know, Scott is Scott's unique. He's a throwback. He's very serious. He's very black and white. Um, but that said, these guys have a, a certain respect for Scott, and he commands that respect just the way he lives his life. I mean, mm-hmm. his, it, it, the um, guidance office we runs passes for love him his English teacher loves him his social studies teacher loves him um, you know the moms and dads of other players who have never even talked to him love him just the way he goes about his business mm-hmm. that's just Scott that's Scott being Scott um, and I, I'm, I'm lucky that number 12 is on our side this year because I don't want I wouldn't want to coach against mm-hmm. him I agree perfect and Alec this one's for you you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but um Obviously, Coach Scott has you doing a lot of things like in the off season or during this season. Um, what is something that you don't typically like doing? Ooh, great question. This is a mandatory answer. I'm going to change the word from Max here. I mean, obviously, like like the amount of stuff that we have to go to is probably like tedious and annoying. Like overall, like no one like during like the fall or during like the summer, the amount of stuff we have to go to during considering it's not in season. Mm-hmm. I probably would say I don't really like, but like overall, like in the end, like. I see the purpose in it, and I understand that it's very worth it, and it helps a lot. 
Yeah, I think Elk's been good at refocusing these guys, and sometimes short term, sometimes short term pain yeah. is long term gain for us. Yeah, um, and they have to be reminded of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So thank you for coming on. We got the men, the myth, the legends, Hersey Hoops, right here. Um, well, tune in for episode two. Um, should be next week or the upcoming weeks, um, and you can check it out on Overtime or on Instagram through Hersey Hoops or one of our pages. Um, So thank you for tuning in, guys, and thank you for coming. Absolutely.